You're listening to the Teaching Matters podcast, brought to you by the University of Edinburgh and part of the Teaching Matters blog. Teaching Matters brings together students and staff in conversation, debate, and celebration of learning and teaching in higher education. Feel free to share your comments with us, either directly on the blog or email us at teachingmatters at ed.ac.uk. You can listen and subscribe to the Teaching Matters podcast at Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and music is provided by Hook Sounds. In the last episode of the Teaching Matters podcast, we heard how sustained online engagement was damaging students' mental health. There was also the additional challenge of helping students manage this issue when all the help was online. In this episode, we'll hear how departments and services have adapted and found new hybrid ways to provide the support that students need. One of the big things that we have introduced just of late is walking sessions with our students rather than doing the um, automatic Zoom or MS Teams. That's Martin Judd again. He's the Assistant Director for Student Support at the Student Disability Service. And the benefit of being able to do walking sessions is one, it enables the, the student to actually physically leave their home, which I think is really, really important. It gives them more privacy when they're out and about. And it also means that they can still receive um, a um, an excellent service, and an excellent mentoring service. So that is one thing that we have um, introduced and it's been very, very successful. Um, and we've also introduced dog walking as well with one of our mentors. And that's working really really well and and thirdly uh, an initiative that we're we're introducing in the new year is for our postgraduate students and it's about a peer support group unfortunately it's going to be online for obvious reasons but it is about getting some of our phd students together so that they can start sharing their own experiences and supporting each other and that will be coordinated by one of our mentors as well so all of these three things um, are, are becoming really really positive at the moment When we're walking, our heart rate increases, circulating more blood and oxygen to our brains. This can improve our memory functions and ability to concentrate. But what happens when you can't go for a walk and have to be online? How do we improve students' mental health when we still have that problem? Harriet Harris, the University of Edinburgh chaplain. Given that a lot of teaching and meetings do have to happen online, one of the things we've really um, emphasised at the chaplaincy courses, so the mindfulness courses, the Abundant Academy and eco-spirituality courses is to use breakout rooms a lot and the students have loved that because they're they're really hunger for talking with one another and connecting and so as soon as we put them into a breakout room they are so discursive they come back with their faces shining they've had a great time meeting each other and then they're really discursive in the plenary discussion as well so having had the chance to, to meet in twos threes fours in breakout rooms they then got lots to say across the chat and and they've really fed back to us that they felt they've got to know one another through the class even though the classes have been online and have then buddied up in in formed whatsapp groups or and also met met one another as buddies and and that's it's really put me in mind of some work i did with some students before lockdown about loneliness and isolation and how students really appreciated tutors who in tutorials um, got them talking to each other and got them int- introduced to each other because one of the things we we hear so frequently is that students don't get to meet each other on their courses and they don't they don't have 
for whatever reason they don't seem to talk to one another in lectures or in tutorials um, and how that is a real sadness for them so any tutor who facilitates that is really appreciated and I think what I've noticed since lockdown is that 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 is very possible online as well and has been a real joy to people. The ability to build and nurture friendships is vital for supporting student mental health but in the pandemic laptops have been expected to do the work that would ordinarily be achieved through dozens of human-to-human touch points throughout a typical day on campus. For most, universities aren't just learning environments or academic theme parks, they're a chance to build a community and a sense of belonging. So how do students make friends in a pandemic? We've created a coffee buddy session as well at the Students Association. So it's been great, um, you know, one on one, um, if that's with a rep, with a friend, with um, someone who is in charge of a society, just to sit down and chat, get some complimentary tea and coffee and just get out of your house. Really, it's it's been a great opportunity to get people out, get people to see the campus that they might not have been able to see before. And just to get off the screen, I, I personally have picked up crocheting. You know, I'm rewarding myself at the end of the day, looking at a screen by looking at a different screen watching a movie or something so I think it's really important that us that we all just try and spend as much time away from the screen as possible. That was Neve McCrossan from the University of Edinburgh Students Association. So going for a walk is good for our mental health and going for a socially distanced walk with a friend is even better. Vicky Madden thinks we can also do something about the time students are in front of a screen. Vicky is the digital safety support officer in the learning teaching and web services team. She recommends embedding discussions about mental health and digital safety into the curriculum. I think, you know, if we normalize these kinds of conversations in a classroom setting where, you know, by the very nature of, of online learning and, you know, distance learning and, and all of these things, we, we are kind of engaging in the digital every day. If we just kind of mention that and, and normalize dialogue surrounding what we can be doing to help each other kind of, you know, create safe and inclusive learning environments, you know, stay safe online and manage digital well-being and um, manage, you know, mental health as well. I think I think creating that dialogue really is is so important at this stage as well to catch those students who might otherwise fall through the nets because they don't think that these kinds of conversations are happening or they don't feel welcome within these kinds of conversations. There's also other things we can do around teaching and learning. Kathy Bovell is a senior lecturer in student engagement at the Institute for Academic Development at the University of Edinburgh. Something that might be helpful here also is to think when we create resources, teaching resources for students, that we try to create those in such a way that we signpost really clearly to students if there are things that are essential or urgent rather than or that can help a student with that sense sometimes of complete completely being overwhelmed by I've just got all of this stuff to do and not really having a sense of knowing where to start. The University of Edinburgh staff that you've heard in these two episodes are directly involved in implementing strategies and interventions to help students. But they also know that the relationship between online engagement and student mental health is complicated. What is clear, however, is that it's not enough to focus on individual behavioural problems at the expense of wider structural solutions. In order to make things better for students, we also need to move beyond a deficit model of thinking. Esther Myers, Director of Teaching for Undergraduates in History, Classics and Archaeology. To step back a little bit and think about what life would be like if we didn't have all these digital tools, which are a problem in themselves, and that's of course what we're discussing here, but 
at the same time, and someone the other day actually said, oh, you're one of those glass half full people, aren't you? But I keep thinking about my, my mother's generation who lost their education because of the Second World War. Now, this sounds very, very dramatic, and I don't mean to, to sound that sort of, you know, overly emotional, but I do think that not having what we have would be so much worse. It's important to complement the narrative. Neve McCrossan again. To celebrate the achievements that students have actually overcome and that staff have overcome. You know, this is a ridiculous set of circumstances to be in, to be honest. Resilience is also what Martin Judd thinks we should be focusing on. I think that we shouldn't lose sight of is how fantastically resilient the um, our students have been throughout this really, really difficult time. Building on the resilience that students have already shown might be the key to helping them adapt effectively to the fear, anxiety, isolation and all the other states of mind brought on by the pandemic. Although many of the challenges in the relationship between online engagement and mental health can't be fully solved until the pandemic is over, we need to identify more of the positives of this experience while also looking for ways to strengthen human connections for students. Something that we've we've been placing a lot of emphasis on through the chaplaincy is on solitude. And actually we began to do this before lockdown because we were thinking about how, you know, how loneliness is a very draining, depleting and painful condition, whereas solitude is a very enriching uh, uh, concept uh, and, and way to be, to enjoy your solitude. It is a terribly rich thing and, 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 and a way in which one gets to know oneself. And there's something about being on your own that enables you to have the conversation with all the different parts of yourself and to become more integrated, to, to bring all of the bits of you together and to, to deepen your, not only deepen your understanding of yourself, but therefore to deepen your understanding of your fellow human beings. This episode of Teaching Matters was produced by Joe Arton and Kathy Bovell, with additional contributions by Josephine Foucher and Sarah Thomas. Teaching Matters is brought to you by the Institute for Academic Development at the University of Edinburgh, and our music was provided by Hook Sounds. <laughs>